Hello and welcome to the Beauté Industry Podcast, your online support community for the professional beauty industry. I am your host, founding director of Beauté Industry, Tamara Reed. Here, we are closing the competitive gap and speaking your language. This is a platform created and dedicated to the professional beauty industry, valuing community over competition. We serve to help connect you with inspiration from industry experts, expand your knowledge through educational pieces, and bring you the latest in product and technology innovation. This is Beauté Industry. Today is episode four of seven for our mini series, the seven essential steps that turn an average treatment into an exceptional experience, brought to you by the Global Beauty Group. Step number four explores the treatment for the purpose of validating the client's concern, connecting the client's lifestyle to the concern, providing education and planting the seed about product and future treatments. Now at this stage, the client has made their booking through the appropriate channels. You've obviously impressed them with your space ambience and your presentation standards, and you performed a consultation asking open-ended questions, focusing your conversation and investigation on the client's lifestyle, which is contributing to their concern. The diagnosis step we're discussing today is the second most crucial step of the client experience, the treatment being the first, which we're going to talk more about in episode five next week. Now, sadly, even though the diagnosis is such a crucial step, it's often left out of treatments we perform because therapists think that their clients don't want them talking during the treatment. I am here to tell you that that is a made up story in your head, my friend. Sometimes we do that. Clients actually love knowledge and education from therapists. In fact, many clients actually come into your beauty space for this actual reason. Now, if we don't give the client education about their concern and the knowledge we have to make an impact on their concern, where do you think they're going to get the information from? That is right, Dr. Google. And I'm sure we have all had one of those clients who have taken a little visit to Dr. Google before and they've come into your treatment room and how much fun is that trying to teach them otherwise and unlearn their bad habits. So therefore it is up to us to share our knowledge with them. And guess what? You are the pro, you have studied. So you have all of this knowledge ready to go in that brain of yours. When we think about it, beauty school teaches us anatomy and physiology of the face, skin, and the body. We learn cellular biology and ingredient knowledge through our product companies. We further learn technology and science chemistry through our device manufacturers, and you learn about health, gut, food, internal factors, and all of the like, which contribute to the client's concern through your whole food and supplement companies. So hello, you are the perfect person to teach your clients about their skin. In fact, there's no one better really, and that's why they're in your space. So the diagnosis, in my opinion, is the most fun part of the treatment because we get to show off all of the things we know and love to speak about. So woohoo from my end, am I right? Now, where does the diagnosis fit into your treatment, you might be asking? Well, it comes into play as soon as you have cleansed the area of the face or the body that you're about to treat. So for example, if you were doing a facial, the diagnosis would come after your double cleanse. 
If you're doing a massage, then the diagnosis would come after you've started working the muscle or clean the area. A pedicure after you perform the foot bath and a wax after you've cleansed the area free from oil. So that's the best thing about the diagnosis in that it can be performed with every single treatment that you do. So for this very reason, when I speak to therapists about their targets and they tell me, you know, Tamara, I'm not doing any facials, therefore I can't hit my targets. I say boohoo to you guys because you've actually got more service area to work on and diagnose when you're not treating the face. Therefore, more opportunity for retail and prescription, therefore easier targets to hit. Now, the diagnosis is actually quite simple. Basically, what you're doing is you're looking and feeling at the surface of the area where you're about to treat to make sure that the treatment you're about to perform is actually the correct one, but two, to actually validate the client's concern. I've seen the diagnosis performed many times in many different ways, and for the purpose of consistency with our mini-series today, I'll be focusing on the face, but I'm also going to give you insight into other treatments as well. So on the face, a diagnosis should come after your skin analysis. And I'm sure we were all taught this in beauty school. The skin analysis is the time where you apply two cotton rounds onto your client's eyes. You take out your BT Zoom or your Maggie lamp and you look closer at the skin now that it's in its most natural state, which is cleansed and free from makeup. Walking your way around the face with your sense of touch, you can feel everything from texture, tone, elasticity, integrity, heat, and otherwise, all while you're looking with your eyes for clarity, concerns, barrier impairment, and pretty much general hydration. Now your mouth here should also be utilized to ask any further investigative questions that you might need to confirm with your client. Otherwise, it should be telling them or her or him what you can see in a compliment sandwich. So I've had many skin analysis done before where the therapist has gone, now Tamara, I can see your pigment, your dehydration, your fine lines, your breakouts, and that doesn't feel very nice. So when I say a compliment sandwich, it literally means telling them something good that you're seeing, layering that with the concern, and then finishing off with a positive note. The reason I state here that you must speak to your client through your skin analysis is because it is so scary to be the client and lay on the bed while somebody has a big, bright, magnifying light in your face looking at your biggest insecurities. So speaking them through the analysis is a great way to keep your client comfortable during the treatment. Once you have confirmed with your client their concern in the consultation, validate their concern through the skin analysis, and you'll need to move forward from the head of the bed, which yes, can be the most daunting part of the treatment because we're most comfortable sitting at the head of the bed and you'll need to face your client. Your diagnosis does not need to be scary. In fact, it's quite simple if you just remember three things. Firstly, we're going to educate. Second, we're going to prescribe. And third, we're going to rebook. Doing this while you're facing your client is the best way to have them understand how and why you'll be taking home product and returning to your space for another treatment. Doing this from the head of the bed without eye contact just leaves your client with a sore neck because they're trying to look up at you the entire time that you're explaining. 
So with step one of your diagnosis, the education, you're going to need to educate on the skin concern. And ideally this should be done with a diagram or a 3D model of the skin or even treatment area like the muscle or the nail bed, whatever you're treating. Remember how you like to learn in a classroom. So some of you will be taking notes, other of you will be looking at the teacher, otherwise you might be pretending to practice a massage move with your hands. Others like to learn by listening on podcasts like this. So these are all different ways for you to learn and absorb information and your clients are the same. So when you're explaining and educating your client, Using diagrams and models is a really great way for your client to visually connect the dots between your recommendations and your prescriptions. If you have the Observe 520, then you're in the best position possible because you can actually take your iPad, which you took all of the photos on during the consultation, and you can show the client their own images of their skin. And using that little pencil tool, you can actually circle and highlight all the areas you're talking about as you're talking about them, which makes your job so much easier. Community, I'm just popping in here for a little mention of our mini series sponsor, the Global Beauty Group. I adore that the Global Beauty Group lives and breathes their mission of making people feel wonderful. With over 25 different technologies available, including the Medilux LED and the Observe Skin Analysis Machine, the Global Beauty Group connects businesses of all size with the best and brightest in the industry. Paired with rapid response technical support, professional clinical guidance, expert marketing advice and industry-leading educational programs, their multi-award winning team ensures your business grows beautifully with aesthetic technology. Phone the team at the Global Beauty Group today on 1300 006 607 or you can visit www.theglobalbeautygroup.com.au for more information. And now back to the episode. When educating your client on the concern, it's basically just saying that you're actually talking about and articulating what is happening in the skin during that concern. There are five main topics of education that in my eyes, every therapist should be confident in speaking about. We have the difference between dry, the lack of oil, or dehydration, the lack of water in the skin. We have acne, pigmentation, the aging process, so you should be able to know the difference between 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and menopause. And lastly, sensitivity, how we were naturally born versus sensitization, which is an impairment from our lifestyle. Now, if you can't explain these to your clients, it's not a problem. However, you really must be able to do so. So I personally would start practicing with my friends, family, and work colleagues sooner rather than later. With your education, you should have two levels of explanation that you're able to talk about. One is top tier knowledge and the other is more relatable. So for example, I like to use analogies to explain to clients what's happening in their skin. So if I'm talking about sensitive versus sensitization to a client, I like to really paint a picture for the client to completely understand what I'm talking about. So I use the two celebrities, Nicole Kidman versus Oprah as an example. So this is how I explain it. Sensitive skin is Nicole Kidman. Her born characteristics are red hair, blue eyes. She's a Fitzpatrick one, born in Australia with an English-Irish background. 
She burns in the sun. She blushes when she's embarrassed. She has sinus problems such as hay fever and she experiences a tendency to redness. Now, there's nothing she can do to change these characteristics. This is a true born sensitive skin. Oprah, on the other hand, is a darker Fitzpatrick, born with dark hair, brown eyes. She has an African-American background who would not burn in the sun. She wouldn't blush when she's embarrassed. She may rarely experience sinus problems and hardly ever have a tendency to redness. So this being said, if Oprah was using incorrect home care, having overexfoliating treatments, was experiencing a high amount of stress and drinking lots of caffeine and alcohol, plus she might have had an imbalanced diet, this could all impair her barrier, meaning her skin would become sensitized. And this is when your client enters the treatment room. I'm sure we've all heard this before saying, everything burns, everything stings, I'm so sensitive. However, we can actually see that Oprah is not born sensitive, rather her lifestyle factors have sensitized her skin, which is completely different, right? So when educating to a client like Oprah, we would have our diagram of the skin in front of us and we would explain to Oprah that in fact she is sensitized and it's her lifestyle that's causing her skin to be stinging and burning all the time. Therefore, what we need to do is actually repair and rebuild the top layer of skin as a defensive barrier for any aggressors that her skin may come into contact with. So this is actually the type of education we should start explaining to our client. This turns on the light bulb for them. Then they understand what we are saying. When we prescribe, it makes so much sense. And when we tell them to come back in, it makes a whole world of connection for them. So with your education, where I was saying a top tier level education, obviously we wouldn't be saying that if we were educating another dermal therapist or beauty therapist, for example, or passing an exam, right? We would want to know the difference between the barrier, the strength, the resistance, and the resilience that's actually causing that concern. But to a client, we're just giving a really basic analogy and you should be able to have these two different types of education for the five main concerns which I mentioned before. So for me, what I did when I was very first studying, I thought if I can explain this to my now husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, and also my parents, if they can get what I'm trying to explain to a client, then my clients will absolutely understand it. So using things like when you're talking about acne, that little bacteria having a party underneath the follicle where it's all dark and damp and warm versus your pigmentation. You might be talking about the pigmentation, um, melanocyte arms being dendritic, similar to that of an octopus. So you've got to have your language and really start to educate your clients as if you are just talking to them like a real person and you will absolutely see that connection for them happen. Rather than talking about melanocytes and melanosomes and mitochondria and adenosine triphosphate and all these big technical words, yes, absolutely, you must know them. And for some clients, that is going to be the right articulation. But for nine times out of 10, just giving someone a really basic top level understanding of what is happening in their skin to cause their concern, that is absolutely going to help you in your journey. Point number two you'll need to explain during your diagnosis is your product recommendation. And this is what I call planting the seed. 
So your product recommendation should be a subtle nod towards a product or two that you're prescribing to your client today to immediately assist with their concern. When you're talking about the product here, we want to leave out the name of the product, the price of the product and the brand. If I said to our client, Oprah, now, Oprah, I would love you to start using the Dermalogica Barrier Defense Moisturizer. It's really hydrating. It's $69. You'll need to apply it every morning and that will help with your skin. That actually sounds like a sale. We are not salespeople, remember? Therefore, we recommend. So a recommendation sounds like this. Oprah, to build and repair your skin's barrier, we'll need to work together to do so. Therefore, a little homework you could do while I'm treating your skin professionally would be to introduce a simple, lightweight product which has ingredients that act like a protective second skin to address that stinging and burning that you told me you're feeling when you typically use products. Sounds completely different, right? So when I said subtly nodding towards the product, I am recommending and I'm not selling to her because I'm not talking about brand names and price and, you know, the names of the actual product itself. I am really recommending as per the concern that she told me and the solution that's going to help. So when I plant that seed, Oprah is now thinking, hmm, what is that product? Can I fit it into my routine? Do I have to pay rent this month? What can I do to make that happen so I can take that product home with me today? And it sounds pretty good. Once you've planted the seed about your recommendation, this is when we move on to the rebooking because as we know, there is no Harry Potter magical treatment which is going to solve all of your clients' concerns overnight. Here we mention the progression of their treatment from today onwards like so. Oprah, as your skin has been feeling burning and stinging for quite some time now, I'm sure you'll know that there is no immediate fix to the concern. What I would like to do is start you on our rebuilding skin treatment package, which will take you through the next six months of treatments to heal and repair your skin's barrier, leaving you with more strength and integrity to the skin. These will be spaced out monthly and will hugely impact how your skin feels in the coming months. Again, notice here that I'm not suggesting one more treatment in about four to six weeks, which is language that I hear all the time. I'm suggesting a course of treatments because our client Oprah has a concern. There's no quick fix, right? She's told me her skin's burning and stinging or she's got 40 years of pigment. She's got 40 years of sun damage, 40 years of aging, whatever the concern is. There's no overnight success, right? So from here, I let Oprah know that this is her quiet time to relax and enjoy today's treatment. And when we're finished, I'll recap today's findings, which means she knows this discussion is going to continue after she gets off the bed. But guess what Oprah is going to do from here, apart from snore, because of course you're going to give her the most magical treatment ever. She is going to be thinking about the product the treatment package, and what kind of investment or changes she needs to take on today to solve the problem. This way, we're actually giving the client some of the responsibility back to them and she can understand, or he, that it's a partnership to solve their concern. Now, I know a lot of businesses have treatment packages and they're not being sold. 
I don't know why this is because treatment packages are the bee's knees and we know that. I was talking to a business owner the other day and she said, we've just done a menu refresh, da, da, da. And I said, where are your packages? <laughs> and she said, well, they're on the computer, but no, they need to be drawn out. And your therapist, and if you're a therapist, you need to be speaking about them. So with your treatment packages, don't make it too confusing and call them all crazy, kind, weird, wonderful names. Just call them as they is. This is the brightening package. This is the hydrating package. This is the breakout clearing package. This is the sensitive package, whatever that looks like, so that it's easier for you and your therapist to actually explain to the client what their package means for them today. Now, there will be some of you who are thinking, Tamara, there is absolutely no way that you can do this with treatments other than a facial. And just for all you people in the back, here is another diagnosis example, which I'll talk you through from the very beginning. And we can use a pedicure for this example just to show you. So we use our client Mary now. We're moved on from Oprah. Mary, see here how you've got quite a lot of dry skin around the nail bed and your nail quality is quite weakened? Well, that's actually due to a lack of oils you're receiving in your eating habits, as we mentioned during the consultation. So if you introduced a little bit more oils and fats into your lifestyle like avocado, macadamia, salmon, etc., you'll actually find your nails and the surrounding skin to start to strengthen, meaning that you're going to get a lot longer out of your petty today. Now, I would love to see how far we can get your pedicure lasting. And if you're willing to do a little bit of homework for me and introduce a topical oil into your routine, just add it into your nail just around the surrounding nail before bedtime. That would actually help keep your nails looking freshly polished for a lot longer because you won't have all of that dry skin shedding around the nail bed meaning that when you return to me for your next pedicure in six weeks, you're only going to have to book in for a half hour touch up rather than our hour deluxe pedi. How does that sound? Now, I don't know about you, but if I could get the same results from an hour pedi in a half hour, just by introducing a little bit of avo into my lifestyle and a nail treatment oil into my home care at night, I absolutely would. So see how everything actually changes when you just tell the client a little bit about what's happening in their skin, on the body, on the face, on the foot, wherever. Just give them that little bit of education and prescribe rather than sell and then rebook your client. How magical is it? It literally just takes two or three minutes and two or three sentences. Now, I know what you're thinking. I am a mind reader. Yes. Oh my goodness. This is so scary. And it is. But why does it feel so scary? Because we're creatures of habit and we've always done what we've always done and we don't like change. However, I can absolutely assure you, I have done this so many times with so many therapists. If you go into your next treatment and you try this diagnosis technique, once you get the hang of it, you're going to hit your targets. You're going to get more hours because you're building up a loyal clientele and you'll actually wonder what the heck you were doing before you ever listened to this episode. Yes, you will absolutely say random things at the start. Purple monkey dishwasher. Why did I ever say that? But it's just change and it takes 14 days to break a habit. So if you stick with this for 14 days, I would love to hear what your results are because I know you're just going to blow it out of the water. So just to recap, we are taking a look at the skin and we're analyzing it to confirm our findings. 
We're going to turn around to face the client. Dun, dun, dun. This is the scary part. And where possible, we're going to use a diagram or a model or your iPad to visually show the client and educate them today about their concern, which, by the way, is why they're in your space in the first place. We recommend a product, we drop in the future treatment, and all of this sounds like a lot of information, but as I mentioned, it's just two to three minutes and a couple of sentences, which is not hard to get through at all. A few little hints, don't do this with every client, right? It's just the first time you see them. You don't wanna do this with every single treatment your client comes in for because they're gonna go, hang on, what's going on here? She's never done it before and why is she doing this now on the 80th time that I've been here? So just for new clients or for clients who haven't been in maybe six months to a year, another thing, go into your diagnosis expecting nothing from your client. When we expect something, we act needy and, and we can feel that. We feel inauthentic. The client knows that we're just trying to sell them something. So just have all of that weight lifted off your shoulders. Go in expecting nothing. Educate your client. Prescribe them a product. Recommend them a future treatment. And guess what? You're just doing your job because they have a concern. And if nothing, if all else fails, you're practicing your education. So that's pretty fab, right? Now, if you say to me, and a lot of therapists do, uh, Tamara, I know what dehydration versus dry skin is, but I just can't explain it. I hate to say this, but it actually means that you really don't completely understand that difference or that education. Because if you did completely understand it, you would be able to explain it. So go back to your books. Maybe you need to do a little bit more research. Practice your main concerns of dry versus dehydration, breakouts, pigmentation, aging, sensitive and sensitized, and your world's going to turn upside down and so will your clients. Thank you so much for tuning into episode number four of seven for our mini series, the seven essential steps that turn an average treatment into an exceptional experience brought to you by the Global Beauty Group. Next Monday, we are looking at step number five, which explores the treatment for the purpose of understanding an average versus exceptional treatment, the aim to provide both results and relaxation at the same time, the magic of touch and presence, all while performing the treatment with grace. If you have enjoyed today's episode and this mini series, make sure you click the subscribe or follow button in your podcast app and to like and share this episode across our social pages at Beauty Industry and at The Global Beauty Group. Don't forget to tell your team about this episode so that you're all on the same page and two, you can print this off and pop it in your staff kitchen or share it in your team Facebook group as our written piece of this episode when our blog comes up on Wednesday. Thank you so much to our friends at the Global Beauty Group for making this episode possible. 